Okay, real quick, there are a few audio problems in this episode that are annoying to me at least. <laughs> I hope they don't annoy you as much as they did me while I edited it. Uh, anyways, enjoy the show and I appreciate you for listening. Hello! Welcome to What's Mine is Yours. I'm Jesse. And I'm Hope. This is your audio guidebook to a post-millennial marriage. And a guidebook based on what we're learning. So we're going to learn along with you. And today we are talking about the wedding and engagement. Wedding planning. Wedding planning specifically, but also the engagement, what that looks like historically and how we should do it today, or maybe not even how, but a ways to do it to maybe make it less stressful. The way we did it wasn't very stressful. No. And I think that's a brilliant part of our beginnings, uh, our wisdom, uh, not wisdom, but our discernment on that. <laughs> All right. So uh, engagement, historically, it is kind of the label of the period of time between a mutual declaration of marriage and the marriage itself. Oh, when you are like, I'm going to marry you, but not quite yet. They had that back in Bible times, right? Yes. Uh, it's maybe more historically known as a betrothal. Let me give you some lingo about uh, the different things you might hear surrounding the engagement. Some The use, jargon. The jargon around marriage. So... Fiancé. Fiancés is from the French betrothed. Uh, intended. I didn't know it was French. Yep. Uh, betrothed or intended. You don't usually use the word intended to talk about someone married, but you are Nine intending more. to marry them. Right. Uh, engaged to be married or simply engaged. So that is where the word fiancé comes from. French. It's a French boy word. You guys couldn't see me lifting my pinky. We <laughs> <laughs> oui, oui. Uh, the origins of engagement were sourced uh, from Jewish law through a process called Kedushin. And I don't know if I said that more like a street, like Tekken game and fighter, Kedushin! <laughs> or uh, if it is said differently. So forgive me for those who can actually speak uh, Hebrew. What we call engagement today comes from that root word Kedushin. It's spelled K-I-D-D-U-S-H-I-N. Uh, back then, marrying without this betrothal was considered immoral and probably why it's still uh, in some ways in some places a taboo to elope and becoming a norm to just live with someone and then eventually when they decide that they want to actually commit to each other to uh, uh, get married yeah i think on your taxes you can say like in a committed relationship <laughs> betrothal practices are a bit a uh, bit touchy and many historical practices give Little to no say to the bride, actually. Yeah, because it's usually, like, the man going to yeah. the father. Yeah, there's, like, no... I, I will give you seven goats and two cows for your daughter. <laughs> it's a little bit sketchy, too, because you're, like, you're, like, looking at someone that you really like from afar, and then you go to their dad and say, I really like your daughter. How many goats will it to get her? <laughs> How much beef do you need? I want the babe. <laughs> I'm so glad it doesn't happen like that anymore. Yeah, we can touch a bit more on, on that in another episode, but for now we'll speak on the mutual agreement between two lovers because there's a lot to, I think, unpack about historical... Lovers? Horrid forms of, like, how the bride had basically no say and she was basically thrown... In, and even in some other cultures today... Oh, yeah, this absolutely. This is still a reality. So... Uh, this is how to get engaged for beginners. Uh, here's your bullet points. You find lover, spend time together, get ring, ask them if they want to spend forever with you, and you live happily ever after. Now, there's so many other <laughs> layers, sub-layers, <laughs> context. <laughs> but yeah, that's the flyover view of yes, it. Yes, yes. Let's, let's go briefly over those steps and kind of expound on them a little bit. Before. From our personal experience? Yes. Okay, yes. cool. Um... So, how to get engaged, find your lover. How would that look like? How would that look like to you? <laughs> I grammar good. So 
So um, the ways to find a lover are ever-changing. In mm. our case, we met through a mutual friend yes. at church. I've known plenty of people who meet their lovers online or like Fair. a yeah. blind date. Yeah. Or childhood friends. Like there's so many ways that you're just like, yeah, that's going to be my person. Yes. A great thing to do before you even venturing out to do that is work on yourself though. If you want to find someone with a certain standard, you have to first either live up to that standard or excel at it, uh, above it. Exceed. Exceed. Excel and exceed. And do better is the best. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Once you find that person, though, spending time with them to get to know them. Uh, It could be that you've already known them because, you know, a lot of times good friends will get married. Right, but there's a difference in a friendship and a romantic relationship and the way you value certain things Mm -hmm. becomes more important like how you see finances your future family that includes children in-laws your career where you want to live yeah how important money is that is a big thing because you need to agree on uh, those things. I think there's a Dave Ramsey statistic on the, the percent of divorce rate based on financial struggles. Mm, yeah. And it's high. I can't quote it. But um, knowing that you're on the same page on, on the important subjects is a must. And also, you get to know, you know, a few dates, you will know hardly anything about a person. They will put their best foot forward and and show you only the good side of them you need to see all sides of your eventual spouse yeah Uh, i saw something and it said before you get married you need to build furniture (laughs) go on vacation yeah it's somewhere new where you could get lost that's good and be exposed to them being sick yeah yeah so you see every side of them when they're mad when they're frustrated when they're super joyous having to be patient and the good parts of them, because vacation can be fun. I mean, we went to Colorado and Tennessee before we got married. We did that plane flight. Yeah, that was, like, right before. Yeah, that was good. That was so good. And we got to meet more family, which was yeah. even better. Because your family is going to tell you and your lover, like, the honest truth about you. Yes. Oh, yeah. Sometimes. It's good. To your detriment. It sh- to your well. embarrassment. <laughs> 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 I think exposing our... our our bad, like the bad parts of us, is is a good thing in a relationship. Not not necessarily the bad parts, but the parts that usually you wouldn't just tell someone. <laughs> the parts that need sanctification. <laughs> honing. Yes, honing. Then you get ring. Yeah. How'd you do that? Oh. I said I like this kind. Hope said she liked a specific type. I didn't get that one. Yeah. However, I had no money. <laughs> I went to I went to a jeweler and I tried to apply f- apply for like a ring that was a thousand dollars that looked like the one she wanted, and they said no, you don't have any credit. I oh, said, I said oh no. Well, I didn't hear this until you, now. You've heard this. You've heard this before. It's just been a long time. So what did you do? So if I you have no credit. Penny. <laughs> this is fun. Penny. I had like three hundred fifty dollars in the bank. I was like, that's all I have, and I'm going to use every penny I can to I'm get worth the best ring. Oh, yeah, baby. Oh, it was a very much so a uh, widow at the the tithing altar giving a penny. Oh. It was like everything. <laughs> that's sweet. It really was, though, because when I first met Hope, she paid for parking and our, my first meal. Our, it was our first date. Yeah. We weren't technically dating, though, because she said she still had to think about it. We'll talk about that more in another episode. <laughs> so well, we can talk about it later in this episode that's fine too. Because we need to talk about how to get engaged. How to do the engagement. Um, sorry about the chair. I'm trying my best not to creak it. So uh, I went to JC Penney's and was looking at all the rings. Some of them were very expensive still, and I found this one. It was on discount. I love a deal. I was like, oh my gosh, this thing's literally like 75% off. All real diamonds. Well, how do you do? It was like a $750 ring. I got it for $250. Okay. It was expensive, but... 
You could afford it. <laughs> yeah, I could afford it because of the discount. <laughs> Thank I am you, not JC Penny. Yeah, I am not ashamed at all for doing that because you want to get married. It's a nice ring. It has what I think ten diamonds in it. <clears throat> that sounds right. Nine small ones and one big one in the middle. Anyways, eventually, yeah. Anyways, you acquired the I ring. I acquired that ring. <clears throat> Ask them if they want to spend forever with you. I think this goes hand in hand with asking the father. Or the mother, or or whoever, both of them. I thought it's it's best to ask both. If they're um, available. If they're available, and uh, wait, you want me to tell me about how I did that? It's a oh, long story. Okay. Maybe we should reserve that from another time. Yeah. This is more about engagement of just historically and and how you can do it better. You can learn from. You won't learn much from from my explanation. I don't think. But uh, it so, was kind of frustrating because we knew we wanted to get engaged. Oh, we were getting engaged no matter what, but it was based on I wanted the blessing of my fa- father, the eventual father in law, because I respect him and, and I, I, I like him. <laughs> I want him to like me. Right, but <laughs> I was thinking more like how I took three chives to actually propose. Yeah. Oh, that was the most frustrating part because I, we were at like Disney one of the times. And we went her, on a nice hike. Yeah, and then. And just, just people or the weather or something got in the way of me doing it. Just then you said, hey, man, I'm going to do it. And then I you made did a, it. I made a fail safe. I literally did it at my house. I set up uh, like streamers and, and blankets and I made a hallway. Fairy lights. lights in our garage. I made a hallway to a tent with her favorite flowers on it. And I told her I was at the end of the scavenger hunt. She would have a surprise, but it was already spoiled hindsight. Uh, and uh, I got dressed into a almost a suit and tie. I got a bow tie, I think. No, I did a tie. No jacket. Within four minutes <laughs> of her doing the stinking scavenger hunt, because she's so good at it. <laughs> and I'm waiting there at the end. I'm basically putting my <laughs> shoes on while they're knocking on the door. She thinks it's hilarious because she knew this whole time, too. I so. was just waiting to see what was at the end of the hallway. You knew it. Anyways, it was beautiful, though. It was beautiful. Video. Anyways. That will be uh, posted later on for you guys to see. Yes. And that engagement part... Um, it went well. That can, look, that, that can look like a lot of things. It doesn't have to be something crazy extensive or extravagant. The most meaningful engagements, like actually asking the question, are are done based on your knowledge of the person. Absolutely. Um, like, I don't think I would have wanted you to do it in a restaurant. Yeah, that's always awkward. I feel. Also, I I I, I really not not wish I did it how I wanted to do it. Maybe not in the space I wanted to do it, but I made it into a different space. I transformed it. So that that's kind of the, the takeaway there. So make it special. Make in, in the engagement portion special. The proposal. The proposal, yes. And then living happily ever after. In that's order, an ongoing process. Yes. In order to do that, it is, and people will tell you, it takes work. They're and right. I, I think, th- no, they're, they're completely right. But just saying it takes work gives no one any insight. No, it doesn't. Let's give a little insight on what type of work it takes. Sacrifice. Be willing to, to drop everything. Yeah. Sacrifice. Be willing to be, or not, you have to be self selfless. That's part of the sacrifice. Yeah, I'm saying, like, elaborating on the sacrifice portion. Being selfless looks like you do something before being married every single week. Don't do that anymore if she, requ- if she requires it. Period. Or he. Or he. Or they. Yeah. So. Know uh, your person. Know your person. Become a better version of yourself for that person. Yes. Constantly improve yourself. But also, like, for yourself. You want to be the best version of you for you. Oh, for sure. It's not not always about. uh, But a good partner is going to help you become the best version of yourself. They want to see you grow and succeed. I think that's one of the most beautiful portions of marriage. Learning alongside them. Yeah, growing together. And being able, because what marriage really truly is meant for is making your spouse the best version of them. Yeah. For God's glory. In my, in my, in my view, uh, 
you should you should strive to make your spouse a better person. Yeah. And that takes and that is sacrificing yourself daily to make them that better person. It doesn't look like always a bad thing on your side. No. It's just your time, your energy. A, a certain level of vulnerability too. Like, yeah. Hey, I I see this thing that's not so great. Can we work on it together? Yes. But also like appraise them. Like, hey, mm. I saw that you used to do this, but now you don't. That's good. That that. Way to go, dude. Like, yeah. thanks. Encouragement. In, in in line with what you're saying about that, I think being willing to receive correction yeah. is so, something so important about relationships that Any you relationship. don't usually see. Yeah, there's no accountability. There's no accountability. And also, like, when, when we are messing up, we need to be willing to take that criticism. Because we... And if you don't, if you, don't you will not improve no. in that area. You'll stay stuck in a rut and... And you won't become a better you. And it can cause division in any relationship. Yes. Uh, and another thing that I, I hold pretty dear in a relationship is being quick to forgive. Um, and what, and yeah, I say, you're when I a say lot quick, quicker than I am. It when, takes me more time to process. But you do it in the same day usually. Yeah, usually. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I think not letting your head hit the pillow before that anger or whatever it is in your heart is settled because ultimately we're, we're working uh, as a, as a couple or any relationship you're in, you're working towards improving each other. And that looks also like working at or against whatever the negative portion mm-hmm. is, whatever, whatever is causing that division or frustration with the other person, you're working against that, not against each other. Yeah. And I think it can be healing to discuss like, Hey, this specific thing hurt me. Yeah. Oh yeah. And and usually there will be tears shed when that happens. And that's 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 okay. It's, it's okay it's to a, cry. It's a great thing to cry with your with your spouse. Um there's so much that is showing yourself to be truly vulnerable. And that's beautiful, I think. We can talk about places to cry later. <laughs> yeah. We got some str- strats. Oh some yeah. Strats. Know all about the crying. Alright, so Historically, the proposal in Western culture, the man would usually show his intentions of engagement by getting down on one knee and asking, will you marry me? The practice is likely related to the customs involving kneeling as a form of both supplication and respect, mm. two aspects that a spouse to be would like to exhibit in a potential mate. That's sweet. All right. <clears throat> usually, that kneeling is accompanied by a ring. Yeah. Usually. Sometimes in other cultures, it's accompanied by gifts. Yeah, and, I've uh, seen people pick out the engagement ring together afterwards. That's cute. It's also expensive. <laughs> yeah. You should, when, when the person who's picking the, the ring, they'll, they'll pick a, a good one. Well, you know, those Taylor Swift girlies, they That's like right. shiny things. That's right. So, but leading up I to the engagement. Paper rings. That's cute. Yeah. Whoa, you're the one I want. That's a different song. No. I want to drive away. Is that, is that London Boy? <laughs> no. The way you sing it sounds like from Greece. Oh. You're the one I want. That's all we can sing. We're not allowed to sing anymore. Leading up to the engagement. Finding a mutual partner that you truly love. Check. Uh, Did it. That's, that's Mission accomplished. Uh, also... Love does not mean a feeling we have. Mm, yes. Rather, it, it means the willingness to sacrifice yourself and, and put another first, regardless of, of the benefits they might receive from, from that type of act. Yeah. It's it's a, kind of like we were talking about earlier, a completely selfless trust in another. To, because you're committing a lifetime someone else that's how it should be in sickness and in health that's for richer for poor there's a reason why these things are in your vows yeah uh hope and i wrote our own vows vows (laughs) our own valve lifters (laughs) is that like a fish lifter kind of but it's in a vehicle (laughs) um so uh the time span of of dating and we we have an episode uh, well, we'll have an episode on dating 
can vary uh, depending on each relationship. You, mm-hmm. Some people date for years. Some people, like us, date for a few months and then get married. I think that's great. I, I love that. Wonderful. If you know your person's your person. That's right. Don't waste any time. Get that person tracked in down. <laughs> Uh, and I don't think there should be a concrete rule as long as long someone should date before getting engaged because every relationship's different. Um, I do, however. I think you should <laughs> go on at least five dates. Oh yeah, for sure. You need to actually know who you're marrying <laughs> before you propose to them. Yeah, so build some furniture, go on vacation, get sick. Yeah, you can do all of them. Yeah, if you do all those things, then you can get engaged. You do like yeah. Oh my goodness. It's sick. That's, that's, that's a rough one. But that usually happens. At some year. point in your marriage? That will happen within your marriage, but sometimes within the year. Um, we, you should probably have at least a bracket of sorts for how long uh, before someone gets married or engaged to get married. Because some, married, some dating lasts so long that they're basically married. Yeah. Uh, and that be- I almost becomes I almost look at those relationships and think, do they truly trust each other? Do they truly love each other too? Because if if I'm committed to someone and I am, to hope, I knew I wanted to get married to her and show her that level of commitment. Yeah. If uh, someone is saying, oh, you know, eight years in, I don't know if I want to get married. Where's why the, not? Where's You've the trust? Already- yeah. committed for this long i've seen i've seen people break up though after eight years yeah so um it's not uncommon really so really maybe even evaluating <laughs> earlier than later yeah i mean when we did our pre-marriage counseling <clears throat> he told us you either get married mm. or you break up yeah those are is... the only two possible endings to any relationship yeah it's true and, you know, some people will decide never to get married because they're, like, uh, down with the down with the government standards and stuff like that. And I, I respect people's wishes. Uh, there is, though, a, a beautiful way of showing someone you are truly committed to them, that being marriage. Yeah. I think that's an outward showing to those who you trust, but people you invite to your ceremony. Oh, we're going to talk about that uh, later. Okay. Uh, well, I'll, I'll kind of hurry it up then because I'm probably going to go on 25 minutes. Um, <clears throat> so my timeline for that uh, amount of dating is, uh, I think, a minimum of two months. Uh, oh, I actually, no, this is one. I said, I said specifically there shouldn't be a concrete r- rule how long you date. I did give my opinion. I think over like five years is you're asking for. Uh, the other person to say, hey, do you actually trust me? <laughs> um, <clears throat> but uh, spanning span time from getting engaged to getting married should pro- be at minimum two months. Uh, give, give your wedding party, friends and family time uh, to get ready for it, uh, at least two months. And I, I probably could put that minimum there because that was the span of time we gave people. <laughs> we gave people six weeks. Well, okay. Uh, be a little more generous than us. Here's some points I want to say, though, before proposing, because I've seen this happen. I'll say it first, and I'll, I'll explain. Before proposing, both parties should know they want to spend the rest of their lives with each other. I, I've that seen sounds a, very obvious. It sounds very obvious, but I've seen way too many proposals done on a whim of the quote, like being in love. And that also costs both the parties money, stress, uh, and, and honestly, it could have been avoided yeah, if it's you just a really, for a little bit longer. It's also a really simple conversation to have. Like, yeah. hey, I can see myself with you forever. Yeah. How do you feel about that? Yeah. Some people go in, propose, and under the stress of the moment, say yes, and then they're committed to that promise. Um, you know, some people also like they call break, off yeah. weddings or... Do, do a little bit of work beforehand. Yeah. Avoid that stress. See. What else? What else? A common practice is also approach your father, like, like, or not your father, but the <laughs> person's spouse uh, or guardian or whoever they are, and ask for uh, approval to marry said spouse. Uh, this is a blessing. And you're usually stating your intentions and having at least, like, 
a rough plan, what your life plan is and, and what you intend to provide and things like that. Because you don't want to just come up to your father, your future father, and be like, hey, uh, I, I like a girl. I really like a girl. <laughs> and I'd like to be with her. And have nothing else to say. Right. That's not a plan. That's I, like 12% of a I plan. Kind of, yeah, I, I had a lot to say about how I'd take care of her. Uh, and I, I folks, so he's doing a great job. Oh, well, thank you. Um, not, and, and you don't have to like give down to the day of what you're going to do. But uh, you show them that you're serious, I think, is, is what's the point in... And also that you will be a provider for them. Mm-hmm. Um, and a, There's some level of ambition that I think father-in-laws look for. Yeah, in you want that big thumbs up from Papa. <laughs> yeah. Krog's uh, new groove. Get it. <laughs> get it. Get it. He did get it. Invest time in watching Krog's new groove. It's so know. silly. You'll know. You'll get the thumbs up. You'll get the thumbs up from Papa. <laughs> All right, so I think uh, I think that's all I think I'll do for now on the engagement. We might have more of like a elaborate breakdown of uh, certain parts of that if people want to hear about or learn more about what that might look like. Yeah, you can send us an uh, email. I think DM email, us. Yeah, if you have specifics on where you're struggling within that whole dating engagement leading up to the marriage portion, we've done it. And we have lots of tips. So if you want some tips, please uh, ask. Because we want to have a segment, too, where we can stop and just go over questions. So, yes, or maybe if we get enough questions, do a whole Q&A episode. There you go. Yeah, that'd be great. So now you're engaged. We're engaged. What's next? Getting um, planning. Yes, which I thought was... Very fun and exciting. Good. How, how did you feel? I feel good about it. I, in my mind, I was like, well, I had to be there. <laughs> yes, that is the bare minimum. <laughs> I had to find where we're going to do it. And we pretty quickly decided it's going to be at our house. Yeah. My house. My, my, the current residence where I was at, which was with my parents. Mm-hmm. Um, which is so sweet. It was, and... It, it was good. It was good that we did that, I think. It saved a lot of money. Yes. So, speaking of money. Yes. This information is sourced from the com. What do you think the total is spent on a wedding? I, I really wouldn't have any point of reference based on our wedding. Mm-hmm. But if I was to guess off the top of my head. Yeah. Crazy money. Oh, my goodness. Probably like 15 grand. Oh, it's way more. It's oh, $28,000. Oh, my gosh. I, could, I literally could not imagine. That's like, that's way more than the total amount invested in every single car I've owned. Mm-hmm. And I've owned three. <laughs> <laughs> so, the prices break down like this. Venue, $11,000. Dress, oh, $1,000. grand. Yeah. It was free. Yes, our venue was free. Well, technically, we invested some into like the... Maintenance, stuff, yeah. But. Your photographer, $2,500. Flowers, $2,300. Videographer, $1,900. The rehearsal dinner, $2,300. Oh my goodness. Yeah, that one what really surprised me. We spent like $120. <laughs> but it was really good. We made, we served our, ooh, I can't get there, sorry. Uh, we're going to get on ways to save later. Yes, lead it, baby. Um, if you do catering, mm. $75 per person. Oh my goodness, yeah, no. Your cake, roughly $500. If you have a live band, that's like $4,300. I bet there's some more expensive cakes, too. Oh, well, I... People spend thousands, yeah. I'm guessing, on cakes sometimes. If you don't want a live band and choose a DJ, that's going to be about $1,400. Your really? invitations. For five, one night? Yeah. For like DJ's five hours. Bang, huh? They do. Dude, that's that's well over $200 an hour. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Who, what? <laughs> Maybe I should get in the DJ business. <laughs> I can do that. I can play a song. <laughs> I can talk to the crowd. You're going to have to blend the songs together. Keep the party going. Yeah. Spotify literally has a blend option. You can't use Spotify as a DJ. That's a hack. You're a fake DJ. I don't care. Make $1,200 now. 
I'll, I'll only charge $200 now. They're charging more than $200 usually. Okay, so if you want people to come to this thing, your invitations, $530. And if you give them a favor, that's about $450. So three to $8 per person. Oh my God. Why do people spend this much money on weddings? For one day. What else? Some ways to save. Tell me, baby. $28,000 is yeah. ridiculous. That's that's spending thousands of dollars more than anyone should have to spend on a wedding. Yeah. So, um, you could skip an engagement party like we did. Okay. Just be like, yeah. hey, we're going to get married. Post it on social media. Yeah. Go to it, dinner with people separately. You don't have to make a yeah. big deal about it. Yeah. And also, you have a bachelor party. In a bachelorette party already. We have a whole engagement party. That's because your bachelor and bachelorette parties are only for the bridal party. I get that. But, but like, the people are gonna, people. The people that would come to your engagement party are probably going to come to the wedding. Exactly. Like, it, it, it doesn't make sense to do either. both. It's like having a pre... It's like having a baby shower baby shower. <laughs> okay. And then having them come to your birth. It's like all doing all three. It's like having a, a gender reveal <laughs> oh, and then a baby shower. That's what it is. It's the gender yeah. reveal of weddings. That is what it is. Although the gender reveal, you usually get more than you give into that. Except, have you seen the thousands of dollars invested into fireworks for gender reveals sometimes? Yeah. That's wild. That's a whole other ballgame. Okay, anyways. So, skip the engagement party. Yeah. Stay close to home for your bachelor and bachelorette parties. That's what we did. That is what we did. Yeah. Like. <clears throat> not cost too much. And really, usually that falls on the, your bridal party. The bridal party. But, but really, I, I, I don't I mean, I was in... a matron of honor at my sister's wedding. Yeah. And we traveled. Exponentially more expensive. Oh, yeah. Also, a lot longer of a trip. Ours were just one day. One day? And it was a blast. I, I, I remember that day for the rest of my life. I have videos of us driving with the top down in Jacob's vehicle. And Joe was strapped into the in the middle of no, I was strapped in the middle of Joe and Jay, and I was double. Your brother buckled. and your cousin. I was double buckled. It was so good. And don't be afraid to set your budget and stick to it. Don't let outside influences mm-hmm. come in and tell you you need to spend more money than you're comfortable with. Yeah, it is your wedding. It's true. Put your foot down. Let it be. <laughs> Another way to save money is to prioritize your guest list. Okay. Have your most important people there. The people you couldn't see doing it without. Mm. Don't just invite people out of obligation. No more status. Yeah. You don't need to invite your best friend's brother's dog's mother. (laughs) (laughs) If, If your relationship with whatever person you're inviting is labeled as a acquaintance you yeah probably shouldn't be inviting them not that you shouldn't if you can afford it like i understand you want it to be jolly and fun but really i'll tell you a smaller party is usually more jolly and fun is one you have got less knuckleheads running around that you don't know <laughs> you get to spend quality time with the people that do come yes you never have enough time for the people you invite if you invite everyone not that you need to make enough time it's all about you guys that day Another way to (laughs) save money is to get married in the off-season. So from Mm -hmm. November to April, the typical wedding season is... More expensive. It is more expensive. Where? Venues? Things like that? Usually. And you're going to have more competition with other couples. Mm -hmm. Yes. So less availability. Right. Okay. Because typically the weather's better. Yeah, From that's fair. May to October. Um, keep track of money. Like it's so easy to get overwhelmed with who's been paid, who you still owe, how yeah. much you've already spent. Just keep a running total. Yeah. What's coming in and what's going out. Because odds are you're gonna have someone give some sort of donation to the wedding. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, a lot of people will give monetary gifts. Before the wedding. Okay. Especially on uh, the mother and father side, right? 
the bride's parents Bride's usually parents. contribute a lot. Um, That's good. Yeah. So just keep track of your money. Know when payments are due. Yes. You can also have your wedding earlier in the day. Mm. Brunch is cheaper than a dinner. If you get eggs and toast, it's not going to be as much as steak and potatoes. Oh my goodness, yeah. Breakfast is probably the cheapest meal of the day. And there's so much available in variety. Nothing about breakfast, baby. Okay, let me keep going. Homemade, homemade, hold on. Homemade, (laughs) homemade Pop-Tarts. Oh my... I might have to stay home tomorrow just because of that. It's going to do me in. <laughs> so if you have your wedding earlier in the day, your guests are much less likely to drink. That's fair. Not that it's a bad thing to drink. But you're not going to get, like, blasted in the middle of the day. No. And also, like, no one needs that. No one wants to watch that. No one wants to watch someone be blasted on the dance floor. <laughs> They're going to blast off on the dance floor, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Another reason... You would want to get married earlier in the day is because you can use natural light. Mm. So you can see when the people are blasted on the dance That's floor. Fair. You can watch them. Keep an eye on them. But also, like, your photos are going to come out differently than if you had artificial light. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's a good idea. Oh, my goodness. I got so <laughs> in my eye. Oh. <laughs> you want me to Help stop? me. Help me. I cut onions in this sweater. Oh, hi. <laughs> I'm wiping with an onion sweater. Is it out? <laughs> I think we're good. Okay. Um, another way to decrease your cost is to have a oh, week. Oh, it's back! <laughs> sorry. A week to what? I'm sorry. <laughs> Suffer in silence. <sighs> another way you can save money is to have a weekday wedding instead Ooh, of a Saturday yeah. or Sunday. Everything's most, cheaper on the weekdays. Right. Most venues will acknowledge that and give you some sort of discount. And Disney will, too. <laughs> yeah, having a wedding at Disney. I think it's a set place. I saw someone have a wedding at Disney. <laughs> Epcot. Remember that? Yes. Can I, I walked can... right past the line. I think I walked through, like, the bridal party. That's really inconvenient. No, no, actually. I just walked, like, after them. Okay. Choose a venue with a sentimental value. Mm. You can... That's good. Choose a family home, yeah. a place where you met, a place you got engaged. Mm. So we got married at your parents' house, which is where you proposed. That's very sweet. And our venue cost was $0. That's a lot of money saved. That's one of the most expensive things. Yeah. We just had the labor to prep the space. Which, it was mostly just done volunteer, volunteer, voluntarily. Yeah, it also it like needed to be done because it was spring cleaning. Yeah, my my grandma and dad came down three weeks before the wedding and stayed until the wedding, helping us prep it. Um, Incredible people. If you can, brides, this is for you. Get your dress secondhand. Oh, yeah. You can see if a relative has one you can wear. You can go to a consignment or secondhand store. You can choose a basic dress and then embellish it later with your alterations. Um, make your rehearsal dinner yourself as a thank you for everyone's help in preparing for your special day, which is what we did. We served our wedding party. We served yeah. everyone who helped prepare the venue. I, I, it felt good and right, too. Yeah. And <coughs> everyone I talked to about it afterward was very thankful and kind of surprised that we did it yeah because usually you see in like it it almost feels kind of royal it almost feels like there's there's given such a high value on the couple Mm -hmm. which they are valuable but they're still humans yeah they're not gods so i think think, it helps you have humility when you're serving those around you so we made paninis and had chips and fruit and cookies and it was super low-key and we got to spend quality time with the people who helped us. Yeah. It was, I could not see doing, see, like, going to a restaurant or something like that. I couldn't see doing it any other way. Yeah. It was beautiful. And then on your wedding day, instead of catering, do a potluck. Your parents did this 30 years ago. Yes. And they probably had some of the best food at any wedding. Yeah. Your family, 
regardless of who your family is, will always have some good cooks. <laughs> yeah. Have them, you know, help you out. And they'll be glad to. It's not a burden, I don't think, to contribute. Usually people like have their foods tried. Yeah. Especially when they put their best food forward. Is that a new phrase? I put my best food forward. <laughs> it's probably out there somewhere. Um, we would recommend doing a pasta salad because yes. there's so many different varieties. We just did it at your parents' 30th anniversary party. And yep, everyone loved it. Everyone loved it. It's easy to make. It makes a lot yes. in one batch. Spend too much money doing it. Yeah. Because we actually had a lot of upfront costs of that uh, being the venue. Which, the venue actually wasn't too pricey, so that was nice. Um. Also, if cake isn't your only option for dessert. It's true. Like Callie and Joey, they yeah. had pie. Cool. You could do cupcakes and yeah. a small round one for your photos. If you do want to Fair. have that classic cutting the cake shot. Yeah, you don't have to have an extravagant cake. I mean, most of that cake is either going to go bad or destroyed. Yeah. <laughs> to save money on your invitations, you can use a site like Canva or Shutterfly. Yeah, and they will send them directly for you. You don't have to come and assemble and put all the little papers in the packet and fold it just right and get your stamps and make sure you have everybody's addresses typed in the right way. And they're really professional looking, too. Yeah. Uh, And does it cost us? What did it cost us to do that? 56 bucks? Well, I did mine in Photoshop because we had a custom background. Oh, yes. I remember. What? (laughs) You were pulling your eyes about it. No. No, that was a good thing. I didn't... Listen, it's been a long day. I'm not, I don't know what my eyes are doing. <laughs> I can't control them. You can skip your favors. No one takes them. No They're going to get them. left there. I mean, they might take them if it's a food, but mm. no one's going to be like, oh, they didn't bring favors out. Just put like some candies on each table. I mean, these, and these mints. They'll feel like they're at Olive Garden. They'll feel like family. <laughs> <laughs> that was my favorite part about oh that and the salad and breadsticks that's that's all i need when i go like olive garden i don't think i'm ever gonna order a pasta again i'm just gonna eat the salad and breadsticks give me the andy's mints olive garden branded andy's mints no 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 we're not clapping that one out i'm i'm clearing all my olive garden hot takes on there babe not leaving my moment Hi. You had 25 minutes to shine! It's already been another 25, baby. This is important. This is wonderful stuff. Keep on going for another hour if you may. But I'm gonna get my all gun <laughs> bit in there. <laughs> a lot of a lot of my speech. Baby, when I edit, there is about mm, 70% of me edited out, and then like one eight percent of you, and then ten percent. That's you because you talk over me. Like space. I'm not. I'm not. Sorry. You should be silent. I'll be no, silent. I want you. I want to talk about Olive Garden. <laughs> yeah, don't talk about Olive Garden. Okay. Talk about what I talk about, which is DIY decor. Mm, we did this. Or by second hand, Facebook Marketplace. Oh my gosh. So many things available. Mm. You yeah. also oh, for sure. can use things for other seasons like we took our christmas lights and hung them in trees so we had ambient lighting around the dance floor Mm -hmm. that was so good so pretty i loved our wedding what other diy things did we do did the kickstand oh the cooking stand yep we did our invitations i repurposed the so we took the wedding stand and i disassembled it and used portions of it to make or to refurbish a bird feeder. Yes. Which was kind of fun. What was that thing? Wedding stands and what the was invitations. It? Invitations. We did our food. Mm-hmm. Like Jesse and I made two or three of the pasta salads. Yeah. We actually had a lot of pasta pasta left over and pasta salad, but that's um, what happens when you shop at the big box stores. We did use a fast food chicken chicken option because we wanted some more protein, but but it wasn't very it, expensive. It was what, like a hundred dollars maybe? Yeah, and everyone got to eat chicken. Yeah, and it was for a hundred guests. 
That's incredible. Our food was nice. I think in total, the food cost was like 200 Mm-hmm. And what was the statistic? How high was it? For the food? Yeah. $75 a person. Oh, my gosh. It would have been seven point five grand. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of money. Yeah. Y'all, food... It, there's a there's a pretty wide spectrum on like how good food is, but if you homemade like make homemade food, you can make it good. Yeah. And not have to spend a lot of money. We prove that every day in our house. <laughs> <laughs> Pop tarts. Pop tarts. Homemade pop tarts. Oh man, I can't wait. So ask the people around you that are coming to your wedding for help. Mm, yes. A lot of times people want to feel needed. Included. Yeah. Jesse's parents yeah. helped prep the venue. Mm. Your Aunt Nicole did our flowers for us. So good. And they were beautiful. She did such a good yeah. job. Yeah. She used to work as a florist, right? Yeah. She was, I think, currently at that time was working as a florist. My Aunt Christina has made cakes for the past 24 years. She made our wedding cake. One of my high school teachers also owns a photography company, and he did our photos for us for... A reasonable rate. Mm. My dad helped make dinner. Yes. My mom was a former hairdresser, so she did the entire bridal party's hair, and we did our makeup ourselves. What a gift. Also, Aunt Donna, shout out to Aunt Donna for helping make the rest of the pasta salad. I did my own makeup. I was way more comfortable. I knew what colors would match my skin tone. I knew... What sort of longevity I could expect. Yeah. And your dad is a former pastor, and he was our officiant. Yeah. Just so special. So so special. Yeah. That was wonderful. And he really did a few extra things. Yeah. He made it silly, which is just like him. It was just like him. Also, like, I could see the youth pastor coming out in him. Oh, yeah. so good. He was like... Physical objects. Yeah, the band-aids. Oh, it's so good. For all the boo-boos in your marriage. And please remember, your wedding is just one day. Mm. Your marriage is forever. Yes. You want to hear some uh, pro tips? Oh, yeah. For sure. Tell me. Learn me. Budget with a contingency. Ooh. Like, keep it within a bracket or a certain amount of money. Set your budget... And expect 10 to 15% over that. Okay. That way that you, you're not just spending money handsy-pansy. Right, but know that some things could go wrong or yeah, some unexpected expense comes up and you'll not be caught off guard. Hmm. Talk to your fiancé about your wedding priorities, the must-haves, hmm. the... I I have always pictured my wedding to be this way, sort of things. Yeah, you want it to be special. Yeah. And it being one day, it's kind of the only chance you get. <laughs> yes. So don't just go half half booty on it just because. You not put your whole booty put in your there. Your whole booty in there. That's what I'm saying. And it helps you and your fiance align on. The wedding vision. Like, mm. there's certain things that were really important to me. You were like, I don't care either way. Yeah. And there were certain things that you were like, hey, I'd love to see if we could do it this way. Yeah. Yes. And a lot of the other things were just they kind of fluff. Fall, they fall in line. Yeah. Where they need to. You are able to set up cash funds for things like your honeymoon or your future home. We did okay. it for, like, appliances in our house. Yeah. Got a few things. Yeah. A lot of just, like, money. <laughs> Which paid for all of our expenses on our honeymoon. Mm-hmm. We didn't, we didn't spend a dollar out of pocket and after we had air travel. so much gelato. After air travel, we didn't spend a dollar out of pocket. Which, it wasn't very expensive to be there in the first place. Yeah. Getting there. Consider the size of your wedding party. Mm-hmm. We each had two people. Mm-hmm. And... The smaller your wedding party is, the less gifts you have to buy. Also... The less money you spend on your parties. And it's probably less stressful. Like, 
the more the more people you have in a wedding party, the more likely it is for someone to not be available. Yeah, and the more opinions you listen to. Like, when I went to get my dress, I had my mom, my sister, who was my maid of honor, my best friend, my Aunt Christina, and my mother-in-law. That's, that's, all, that's all I needed. That's all you need. And, like... Maybe even more than you needed, but... Probably. But they are super special women in my life. Yeah. And They're I could... They're the people you wanted there. Right. Awesome. And that could be just, like, your entire wedding party was five people, and they all voiced their opinions about what you wanted and didn't really listen to what you wanted. So, really, what it should be is... You the should people, invite the only the people you should invite to special things like that are the people you actually care about opinions from. Yeah. And no won't just disagree with you because they have a different opinion. Yes. They Pick will support the, you in the the decision you have. Yeah. Pick the people that are gonna encourage you. Don't and don't feel bad about not inviting certain people. Some people and some people will give you a hard time about maybe not inviting them to maybe your bachelor party or uh, your engagement party, but. But really, like, invite the people who have invested into your life and are actively involved in, in, in truly, you know, have given an effort uh, to be there with you and support you. Yes. <clears throat> Buy a new perfume or cologne, mm. and each time you wear it, it's going to help you remember your wedding day. Yes. Hope did this. Yes. Uh, I don't know if I had one. I don't think so. I bought, this is why it's a pro tip. No, this, this, is, this is what I did. I bought a specific cologne in our, on our honeymoon. Yes, you did. Which I wore almost every day for a long time. I'm so sad I can't get it anymore. Is it discontinued? I'm going to look for it again. It's called Love Tank. No, From Lush. Love Tank. And the smell is metallic. Bubblegum? Bubblegum. Oh, my goodness. The hey, Lush, if you want to sponsor us, we're Lush, available. I will... Wear that for the rest of my life if you sponsor us. I promise. Gladly. I love the smell. And <laughs> if you and your partner agree about marriage, even before your engagement, begin planning the rough idea of what you want your wedding to look mm, like. That helps it go so much more smoothly. Yeah, that's how we were able to get married six weeks after we got engaged. Yeah, we already had the details kind we, of rough end. Yeah. Um, buy shoes that you're going to wear again. Don't get super fancy, uncomfortable, super sparkly. Find something that's going to fit into your everyday life. Yeah. For sure. And you are not required to participate in every tradition. Like, we didn't do a flower garter toss. Mm -hmm. And I wouldn't... I wouldn't change that. No. No. I think that's a little bit... Forced. Yeah, you don't have to wear a veil if you don't want to. You don't have to throw rice. No. Like, choose, you can do these things. Right. Not choose harmful. what feels good for you. It is your wedding. Yes. And in, in, in that same tone, uh, every aspect of the wedding should not be forced. Any, any aspect of the wedding should not be a forced upon anything by someone else either. Yes. It is your wedding, not your mom's, not your dad's, not your mother-in-law's, not your father-in-law's, uh, or any friends or family. It is your guy's wedding. And it should be that kept in within that boundary. Nope. Because everyone's going to have an opinion around you. <laughs> Absolutely. And people may claim you're like a bridezilla, but you're not. No. You're just stressed. Yeah, and... That's okay. You're spending your money to get the things that you want. Yeah. yeah don't don't allow people to bully you, <laughs> basically, is what I'm saying. So, um, what are some of your wedding regrets? Hmm. Not being able to communicate with you before the wedding. Yeah. Uh, you were literally, like, not allowed to. That made me a little mad. I was very upset. Um, the only way I was able to communicate to Hope is through her best friend, which was Alyssa. And Alyssa called me basically crying. <laughs> She's like, <laughs> there was a lot of things that went down that day. But it came down to, I, I was pretty peaceful about it, but in the same way, I was like, we're about to get married. I'm not allowed to communicate with her. Like, what is, what is happening? 
I understand, like, not being able to see each other. See, like, the, in the, the final face look. Time. Yeah. But, like... Let me talk to my wife in a few hours. Yeah. Let me text my husband. Oh, my goodness. It was weird. Anyways. They probably were like, oh, no, they're going to act. They're going to take a picture. And I'm guessing that was the idea. But, but, and I respect that. But there's a point to which I think it's taken too far. I was feeling so anxious. And I wasn't able to talk to you. Yeah. And I, and at that point, I had really developed a good sense of where Hope's anxiety laid. And I was able to calm her and and give her peace and, and encouragement in those times. So, um, not that day. Not that day, but you know what? It, it, it's it all worked out. It all worked out, and and it wasn't the worst thing in the world. It's just very at the time it was the worst thing in the world for Hope. And uh, but once, dude, once the wedding started, nothing mattered. Even once you, I think, got there to the to the wedding yeah. site, it like all the worries, all the everything. Because I knew faded. I was gonna see you. Yeah. I also regret our videography, the mm-hmm. whole wedding video situation. It was very difficult. And, and it was mostly my fault. Uh, I, there was a lot of skewed communication. Poor Jay, my cousin, he literally had driven halfway to the wedding and forgot the mic on the, for the camera. And so he had to drive almost 45 minutes back and then drive back. He literally, he probably was going to make 100 miles an hour because he got there only like a few minutes late. <laughs> right, but we had started yeah, the ceremony but, and he like drove past us. Yeah, to be fair though, that was not his fault. I told him that we still needed the mic and he didn't even tell me that he was on his way. He just did the thing to just like go and get it. He was like, this is their day, I'll get it for them. So he was just being an amazing person. Right, I was not... Pooing on him. No, no. I was more upset about the actual video footage that we received. Yeah, it was a little bit lackluster. <laughs> but but considering the circumstance, it was pretty difficult to get a... Anyways, it could have been organized better Yes. <clears throat> uh, on my part, I think. Uh, so I will take some of the blame for that. Some of it. <laughs> yes. Uh, I also regret not being firm about the guest list. There were people there mm-hmm. that I did not invite, that you did not invite. Yeah. Were- yeah, and, and that will probably happen regardless of your opinion on who should show up and who shouldn't show up. And I think being um, gracious in that moment uh, it, it is what we did. We were gracious. Um, but there is a guest list for a reason. And some people can't afford to have more guests. And showing up without being invited is, is kind of dishonoring uh, to, to the couple. And, and to uh, everyone there as well, because there's a limited amount of resources planned for. And seats. I saw some people standing. Not that they had to. I think we had plenty of seats. But uh, some people want to sit with their families and maybe weren't able to. Because of that. Uh, Overall, we didn't have too many regrets. We did did pretty good on wedding planning. Yeah, I had four bullet points for regrets. Any more? No. Okay. We got through both. Cool. Well, any closing thoughts on it, then? Love is good. Love is wonderful. Love brings peace. Because uh, from love, uh, there are a lot of good things. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I think it brings patience, it brings kindness, it's good, it is selfless, it seeks, uh, it keeps no record of wrong, and it endures, and it hopes all things. Just all things. And it never fails. And on the nose reading of the Corinthians, First Corinthians, <laughs> but really, uh, it does these things in, in your life, and and it makes you a better person uh, if you allow it to. I think going into a relationship, you have to you have to want it that. Yes. You want it to want to improve. You can't just say, oh, uh, I'm going to get married and then I'm going to become a better person. You have to go in the marriage knowing, hey, I am this. I want to excel at being better. 
And I'm gonna the way I'm gonna do that is by encouraging and loving my wife or loving my my husband or my spouse. If you have any questions or comments, please feel free to DM us on Instagram Mm -hmm. and Twitter. Yes. At WMIY underscore pod. Yes. P-O-D at the end there. Uh, Or you can email us at whatsmineisyourspodcast at gmail.com. We want to hear it all. It doesn't matter what you have to say. We might not read all your questions on the tone but 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 we really do want to hear from you guys and and be able to share in this uh fight for love and and uh growth and relationships and we want to hear your stories too so oh my gosh if you send us your wedding stories i'm gonna cry reading them <laughs> good happy tears good happy tears and uh if you, if we missed anything that you're like, oh man, they really should talk about this in this episode. Yeah, if you've been married for longer mm. and you have more wedding planning Tips. advice, share those with us. Share them on the Twitter. Yeah. We'll, we'll tag us. you. Yeah. Us. D- send us a DM. Yeah. Hashtag weenie. Maybe that's what the hashtag we should. Yeah, if you have a opinion or thoughts hashtag on weenie episode, weddings. Yeah, please share the episode too. Then that way you could do hashtag Weemy had an episode, and then we'll or Weemy Pod had an episode, and, and we'll have a link on our page to every single podcast episode. So, thank you so much for spending a little part of your day with us. Yes, and uh, be safe out there. Uh, get married good and love lots. Stay married good. Stay married good, uh, <laughs> and and keep fighting for that uh, and grow. This has been. What's mine is yours. Just from hope. Oh. Who am I? <laughs> My husband. Oh, thanks, baby. I love you. I love you. Until next time. Goodbye. That was probably the nastiest <laughs> kiss in the world. <laughs> <laughs>